everybody. This is uh, this is Brad Hudson, the uh, temporary host of the Varsity Radio hey. Show. And I'm Jameson Fowler, your n- not temporary co-host? Yeah, that, that's how that yeah. works. I'm yeah. middle management around here. Normally I'm the social media specialist. Today he's the hosting specialist. Yeah, I've been granted this opportunity. Um, Seth couldn't be with us today. He's feeling a little bit down. Mm-hmm. So we're going to miss him. Also in the studio, it's Steven Spiegel hey, behind everybody. the soundboard. How y'all doing today? Glad to be here. And he's not just like, he's like, if I'm middle management, what, what would he be? He'd be like the CEO? Like, <laughs> upper uh, management. Upper, upper management? Upper management. Upper it kind of reminded me of that movie my little girl's been stuck on lately, that uh, baby movie, Boss Baby. Oh, upper I management, still haven't middle management. seen one. Ah. Gotta see it. It's hilarious. Isn't that the one where Alec Baldwin voices yep. the baby? That That's just it. messes with my head. I know it. Anyway, mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin is a big baby. He kind of is. Yeah. We've got a killer show lined up. We do. Yeah. We're gonna have Brad's brother in here. Yeah. Brad's it's a family Brad's brother, affair. Brad's brother's best friend. Yeah. Representing uh, Team Five Three Eight Dragon Slayers Robotics. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's that's the name the, of their that's team. That's the name of the team. All yeah. right. Uh, yep. We will not be host featuring any uh, part of my family because they don't love me. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Wow. I think we had part of like your future family in here last week. Oh, right? is okay. it too, is it too well, early to say? It, uh, I mean, a wee bit, but you know. <laughs> speaking in faith, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why, why would Brad be speaking in faith about that? Oh man, pressure's on. Uh, uh, yep. It is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pull that, pull that trigger, Jameson. Pull it. <laughs> All right, yeah. And then we've also got a great clutch moment. We're gonna have fun in our athlete interview, and then mm-hmm. Connor Reese will be on the phone for, with FCA. Sensational. What that's, a, that's what a sensational guy. Yeah. I mean, I got ten bucks. Says that we'll hear that today before the end of that phone call. One, one way or the other, we will hear that. Mm-hmm. You will hear it. Yes. Uh, we will all hear it. If you're hearing impaired, you you will see it in subtitles. I hope. I hope so. We we can anyway. If you are watching, hopefully, yeah, or, or yeah. on our Facebook, or we're on Facebook Live every yeah, time. We are all yes. the time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this, tell other people, yo, go watch the Facebook Live. Yep. They sound much better on video, or look much better on the radio. One of the two. Make the Facebook Live thing happen, guys. That's absolutely correct. And uh, also in Is the it? studio with us today, um, all that's remaining of my portion of it is this nice, greasy spot on this plate. <laughs> <laughs> because I devoured mine so quick. Yeah. But that would be Marco's Pizza. Mm, Marco's so pizza. good. Marco's is guaranteed to make you not stop eating their pizza. Mm-hmm. It's it's so good. Tis, and I, I'm, I have one of those. What do they call addictive personalities? Uh huh. I have one of those pizza addictions, but exclusively. Are you one of these Marcus. people that binge watch an entire series without moving? Like, I can, I, I watched the entire like uh, Parks and Rec series oh. in three weeks and three oh, days. Goodness. That's it's a lot of episodes. Jameson, per day. you're mm-hmm. not one to talk. You just finished. What was it? Happy Days? No, what the Wonder it? Years. The Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> happy <nostalgia>. days, <laughs> happy days, cousin. It was like the happy days of the seventies or something. Like, yeah, it was, it's basically like Boy Meets World for like Generation X. Yeah, because like yeah, they're very parallel. I, anyway, but you know what else is like incredible is mm-hmm. Marco's Pizza. 
Man, Marco's... Back to, back to Marco's Pizza. Is That was a horrible attempt at a segue back into Marco's Pizza, but here we are. Uh, if you want to go to Marco's Pizza and enjoy them in their dining room, uh, you can do that at 7360 Highway 431, Suite 11 in Albertville, Alabama, in the shops of Albertville. Um, if you'd like to call and have them bring the dining experience to you, uh, the phone number to make that happen is 256-660-5666. They're also available on the World Wide Web at marcos.com. And uh, their delivery range is all the way to the River Bridge in Gunnersville and to the Sardis Line. And I, I just can't put into words what it is about the pizza that truly is. It's just a notch above the rest, mm-hmm. so you'll just have to taste it for yourself. The Bible talks about good and perfect things. And um, they come from above and... I, I believe that this Marcos is, you know, under that that umbrella of things. If you want to see an angel in a polo shirt with an M on it, <laughs> just call that number 256-660-5666. I'm not seeing an angel right now, but I am seeing a bowl of salad putting on a pair of pants. Man, Man that week. could only mean it's weem of the meat. <laughs> Man, if you if you have something that arbitrary for us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, all right. So these these memes are pretty good. Um, I would say both of them are sassy, but in two different ways. So, Absolutely. So right now I'm looking at this very sassy um, salad bowl, and uh, it says that I always knock on the fridge door before I open it, just in case there's a salad dressing. Ha! Wow. Ha! And it shows this salad putting Hot on alert. some some hipster um, denim shorts. Those are some Daisy Dukes. That's right well, what them are. <laughs> they're rolled up. They're not cut off. I mean, you see what I'm saying? The, I mean, part of them is cut off where they're rolled up. They're cut and rolled. They're like sushi shorts. Mm. Gotcha. Never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Just made ro- it up that's, right now. That's, ro- it, baby. that's rolled and cut. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you never want to just you know walk in on your salad dressing. I don't have that problem because I don't do that. And then our other one is. Um, there's a there's a police officer that has stopped a man uh, or woman uh, driving a Bugatti. Uh, it's one of the fastest cars in the world. And uh, the officer says, do you know why I've stopped you today? And uh, Carl, the driver, uh, says, because I let you, sir, uh, not because you stopped me. Yeah, the police officer in the Dodge Economy sedan mm-hmm. and, then, <laughs> and then the Bugatti. It's like the it's like a Northwestern University and a few other like higher end universities. Their campus police are in Priuses. Yeah, <laughs> you stop me in a Prius. <laughs> if you if you get stopped in a Prius, you deserve a ticket. You know what I'm saying? I can outrun a Prius backwards on my hands. Like I, don't no no no. no. Wow. If you're in a high speed chase with a Prius, you will have to stop and refuel before <laughs> before the Prius does. But that's about the only advantage. You could probably get so far ahead that you could stop refueling. I feel like if you just, you know, if like one of the officers come up on one of the segways, I'm going to have a little more respect for you. Yeah, man. I know you're on like a glorified like pogo stick, but like you're not on a Prius. So, uh, yeah, write me a ticket, man. It's good. Man, the UAH campus police has the police cars that like the city, the city police didn't want anymore. <laughs> like the old Crown Vicks with that oh, yeah. package on it. Like the don't mess with them bad boys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you come around the corner, and if you anybody who's listening that goes to UAH, you come around the corner right there at Shelby, at the Shelby Center, in the little pathway that leads down to the basement. If you see one of those suckers in there, and you're going 26 miles an hour, you just 
You just better start pulling over. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> You're getting a ticket. And if that thing with its brush guard just has to nail you in the back, it'll do. <laughs> wow. Oh, right, so. boy, oh, boy. Well, tell them who we got coming up today. We've got um, Heath Hudson and Randall McCoy. With the real McCoy? The real McCoy, yeah. Mm. The real McCoy. Mm. Coming up to represent um, mm. the Dragon Slayers robotics team from, from ARAB Alabama. Uh, they're both juniors. And uh, they both work for me at the coffee shop on top, wow. of, on top of one of them being related to me. So yeah. this will this will be interesting. There are all sorts of things happening here. There's some interesting talents and abilities these guys have, too, mm-hmm. that I think they're going to be able to showcase for us. They're very interesting kids. Oh. You're not going to want to miss this yeah. interview. One is a karate, black, well, like a black belt in karate, and the other one like sneezed and had to get stitches. Right. So I don't, I don't believe those two incidences are related. Well, those two just, you have to guess which one is which. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. But like this, this one person, like, uh, what is it, Randall? Did I yeah, that Rand- Randall. Man, see, I've been thinking all day. I was like, I'm gonna mess this dude's name up. Anyway, Randall, he does karate and robots. That's one dude I don't want to mess with. That's wow. dangerous. Mm-hmm. He could he, he could, could lead to the downfall yeah, of the human race. Could, you know, it's all fun and games <laughs> until Skynet becomes self aware and you know can do a kata. Then we're all in trouble. Now don't go ninja chopping. No, don't go ninja. <laughs> ninja <laughs> chopping. Ninja. <laughs> and, chop. ju- and judo kick it at the same time. <laughs> oh. Tell you what, guys. I got a song lined up for us. It's Daniel Amp and Amped Up. After this, we'll do your uh, FCA moment of the week. How about that? I'm down. Here Sounds you go. Great. It's time for the FCA moment of the week. So I hear that we have somebody really uh, sensational on the phone today. <laughs> who is that? Who are we? Who are we talking to? Connor Reese. Connor, hey. Connor Reese from FCA is on the phone, ladies and gentlemen. We are excited. I like the sensational part. Oh yeah, the the sensational Connor Reese. Mm-hmm. So we're we're excited to have you, Connor. What's going on in the life of FCA right now? Yeah, just a couple things we have going on uh, in particular. One one big thing is we are closing up uh, on the internship on getting uh, possible interns for the summer. Uh-oh. And, uh, that, is, that is something that we are really excited about because this year it looks like we are going to have more interns uh, than, than we uh, have had in the past uh, year or two. Watch out for so that, that army of FCA interns. All right. Yeah, babe, That's we're good bringing stuff, an man. army this year, and we're ready. We're ready, so um, we're excited about that. And so we're uh, we should be done with interviews and stuff like that. Hopefully by uh, this coming Thursday. That's what we told all prospects. And so yeah, so that's just one big thing. So awesome. And um, what is an what is an intern's role at the sports camp? Yeah, and so at sports camp, uh, an, an intern's role is to uh, be a huddle leader, is what we call it. And so their role is to be the leaders for the week uh, over uh, the campers that are there. And so the campers are seven-year-olds, the 13-year-olds. And so these interns, they will be huddle leaders for the whole week uh, over these campers, and they will uh, lead them in devotions. They will lead them uh, through some awesome dances that we do. They, uh, whenever we go to sports sports time, uh, these interns 
or their coaches. Um, and then uh, whenever we do a special time called the bridge, which is where we present the gospel to these kids throughout the week, uh, those interns are the ones uh, that uh, show them uh, what the gospel is and, and go through that with them. And so uh, they're always very prepared for what they do. And, um, and that all is because of something that we do. It's called a intern boot camp that starts off the summer. It's like an eight-day thing. And so that's a little bit of their role. And uh, so, yeah. Gotcha. So has the uh, theme for this year's sports camp been released yet? Hmm. It has, and it's let's, let's go. I think that's what it is. Let's like go. A, yeah. Elaborate let's go. a little bit on the, the, the philosophy and the thinking behind all that. Yeah, and so it's not it's not us that comes up with the with the theme each year. It's actually a home office in Kansas City, mm. and every year they come up with the theme. And there's a verse. And I don't, I haven't heard what the verse is uh, this year. Actually, no, I take that back. I think it's uh, it's in Matthew. I think, I, but um, I haven't heard for sure. But um, but yeah, they're the ones that come up with the theme every year, and so. Uh, we're really excited about that, and uh, just can't can't wait to see what this summer holds. Awesome! Well, I'm excited for sports camp. We got to got to do a little bit last year with you guys. Um, was that you were? Uh, I, I was not a, a part of the show at the time. Yeah. Um, so me and Seth and Josh and Stephen, we all set up uh, in the at the at the Grace Grace Fellowship Camp in Albertville mm-hmm. and the uh, the Hampton Cove Camp in uh, um, Eastern. Southeastern Huntsville, so that was a it was a great experience just to see the, like the atmosphere and uh, all those all those students of the Word of God and students of those those sports and like getting to meet y'all had some big names there uh, coaching sports too that was exciting yeah. to see and uh, on, yeah. the only time I've ever gotten a picture with a Super Bowl champion was at an FCA sports camp a couple years ago <laughs> so that was oh, wow um. Let me let me ask you what, like when when you get that call that you that you have been like chosen as an intern, is it is it like equivalent to like getting that phone call that that like you've been drafted, like you know, is that like Roger Goodell being like, do, do you want to be in the NFL? Is that like, you know, uh, I feel like that is for many of the interns. Uh, because especially when they did the interview process, many of them are like really nervous, and uh, and so and that's always like the first question that I ask them when I when I do the interview is like, are you nervous? And they're always like very. So I feel like at any moment that we we tell them that they are interns, that that nervousness goes away, and they're pretty excited about it. But then right after that, they have to start raising funds. So it's always like, here's the next obstacle you have to mm. get through so, uh, i do feel like some of them feel like that and then uh then they get hit with the next obstacle so <laughs> i yeah. think i think that's good though i mean it's like all right you've made it get to work <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but uh but yeah it's, it's exciting <laughs> but it, um some of them get really nervous about it so uh, let, let me ask you about uh, something else. I know you guys have coming up the Northeast Alabama home team celebration. Tell me a little bit about that. We do. And so it's going to be taking place Tuesday, April 2nd at 615 at the Von Braun Center. 
uh, in Huntsville. And so what this is, this is something that we do every year. And again, like you said, it's our home team celebration. And what takes place at this is we're going to have a speaker. And uh, the speaker for this year, the keynote speaker, is uh, Charlie uh, Ward. Yeah. He is a former, former Heisman Trophy winner. Um, went on to play uh, basketball in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this night is a night that we share really just a vision with a lot of people. Uh, just share the vision of FCA and then just give updates about FCA. Um, and then also it's a fundraising uh, dinner for us and it helps us just to do what we do. And so that, that night is something that you know we have many board members to go to we have many people that are really just interested in partnering us partnering with us um to to go out and to share the gospel uh each and every day and so mm-hmm. it's just a big night for us and so there's several opportunities uh to be a part of that okay and so um you just if someone's interested in coming to it um just reach out to northeast Alabama fca you can go on our website um, and you can just come and uh, come to it and then just the possibility of you uh, partnering with us or some people like to do um, what we do is we call it buying a table and so there's those opportunities as well where uh, you, you get like eight eight tickets to the celebration you get a table and uh, and you're known as like a VIP sponsor and stuff so um, it's going to be a good night and we're really excited about that and another thing that is going on that day from 2, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., we're going to have something that's called Coffee with Charlie. Hmm. Um, it's going to be at the same place. And this is going to be for all the local coaches in the area. It's completely free to any coach. Um, it's just where they're going to come. They're just going to uh, listen to Charlie. And just uh, we just wanted to create that time for the coaches in the area just to be uh, encouraged and uh, be poured into. So, yeah. That's uh, what we got going on Tuesday, April second, six fifteen. All right, hey, thanks for calling uh, for SCA, Connor. We enjoyed talking to you today, and um, it's been quite. Uh, what's the, the? There's a word I'm looking for. Sometimes uh, I think it was sensational. I think that's what you're thinking of. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Was that it? It's yes. like he knew. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining us on the show today. And uh, letting us know about what FCA is up to. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I'm thankful for all that y'all do. Thank you. Have a great week. Y'all have a good one. See you, Connor. All right. I got Lily Joe up next with Sway right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Here we are. And we've been in, we've been enjoying something that we get to enjoy weekly in here, and that's Marco's Pizza. Mm-hmm. We're about to talk about some guys that can run forty yards in like four point three seconds. Oh but yeah! How much time would it take to eat forty slices of Marco's Pizza? So what's what do you think your forty time would be? Uh, my, my forty time for forty pieces? <laughs> yes, it's five pieces, standard cut, or five five pizzas. I think I could do it. I could do it in like an hour. I'm saying 45 minutes. Man. That's how passionate well, I am. About I'm Marcus. talking about if my stomach was stretched, if I like had, you know, done the proper preparation for that sort of thing. Yeah. I could probably do it in an hour. My I'm, I love Marco so much. One of my new dreams is to become a competitive eater, but of Marco's <laughs> pizza. 
it's competing with other people exclusively a competitive marco's pizza eater not even like going to official eating competitions but just like annoying your friends like hey man i bet i can eat this pizza faster than you i I bet (laughs) hey i'll beat you to 7360 highway 431 sweet 11 albert alabama and then i'll beat you eating five of their pizzas Mm -hmm. i'll do it in 45 minutes i'll probably beat both of you by dialing 256-660-5666 and having justin come to you whoa i'm not sure about that man and they'll get the pizza there faster to me than you will to to your uh intestinal tract whoa Mm -hmm. that's quick you just took that that far i did that's amazing So I don't play. So if you want to cheat in our little competition here mm-hmm. and have Marcos come to you, refresh him on that phone number. Uh, that is 256-660-5666. Or if you don't like talking to people at all to ask them for food, and you can you you just use your thumbs. Yeah. Go to Marcos Pizza. It's easier than sign language. It's easier than regular talking. It's you know, the only thing easier than going to Marcos.com is eating their delightful pizza. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I agree. So thank you, Marcus. Yes. You're amazing. Hey, and next time you go, or next time you want to order pizza, just let them know that you heard about them on the varsity. You won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. All right. So there's some there's some big stuff going on with NFL draft implications right there now. There are. And I'm just, I'm a sucker for all this. This is about the only off-season thing I like to keep <laughs> up with. And it's there's so many memes about it too. You mean you're you're not you're not sick of hearing about Antonio Brown anymore? Uh, I, yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you see his interview where he was like, "I don't take no blame." And I'm just like, <laughs> "But, but, but you should, Antonio. Like, this is your fault." <laughs> I don't have to play football. They can play by my rules. We won't play at all. Yeah. It's like yeah, we we care so much about you, Antonio Brown. But did you hear what Larry Fitzgerald had to say about it? Uh, I haven't I haven't oh, seen that when he was asked about the situation with Antonio Brown and the Steelers. He said, personally, I don't think he's handling it well. He goes, I don't think he knows how good he has it uh, with a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger. And he just looked at everybody and went, trust me, it can get bad. <laughs> I was just like, Ooh. Throwing shade on the man that has to pass you the football. But I mean, yeah. like, he's not wrong. I mean, like, he hasn't had an elite quarterback there since Kurt Warner took him to the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm sorry, Carson Palmer, but he hasn't. Anyway, man, what I want to talk about here during this combine is these guys that weigh 300 plus pounds moving. Let's see, four. All right, so one of the slower ones, but one of the bigger, the the biggest guy is Quinnen Williams. Mm-hmm. At 4.83 seconds, it took him to run 40 yards. That is just a little bit. That's like. One one point one seconds for every ten yards. Can you imagine somebody three hundred pounds running that fast towards you? I'd I'd like to think about that more than I would like to think about him coming in contact with me. Because it's 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 not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna feel nice. What you're seeing now on Facebook Live, uh, if you're not joining us there, you should do that unless you're uh, operating a motor vehicle. uh, is the comparative times between Sam Darnold, the quarterback for the now now quarterback for the New York Jets, and Baker Mayfield, former Heisman winner, Oklahoma standout, and now quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Um, Baker ran a four eight four. Sam ran a four eight five. Quinnen Williams won a four eight three. My goodness, he's faster than the quarterbacks, guys. Think about that. He's faster than they are. He's listed as the number one quarterback nightmare with uh, Montez Sweat, who's like 260 pounds, mm. running a 
he outran a lot of wide receivers and DBs. You, oh my goodness, this defensive end who weighs that much running that fast. I couldn't imagine. I I wouldn't want to be a quarterback in the NFL. The comparative forty times to to pass uh, wide receivers to Montez Sweat, where uh, he outran Odell Beckham Jr., Ezekiel Elliott. He's a running back, not a wide receiver, and he outran Amari Cooper. And he's taller than all of the, all of those people. He's also a little bit like bigger. Oh, he is. He's he's, he's a lot. Just a bigger. little bit. Just like, a little bit. You'll you like if you remember the Mississippi State game that Alabama played this year where we shut them out. The only person that gave Alabama any sort of trouble whatsoever was Montez Sweat. He gave that side of the line absolutely all they could handle because that he's a grown man. I, I mean, he's he's just a bear of a man playing football. It's like if a bear was like fast, <laughs> it would be Montez Sweat. <laughs> Which bear is best? Montez Sweat. There's two schools of thought, and both of those schools say Montez Sweat. Or he, or he's coming after you. Yeah. At 4.41 seconds per 40 yards. That's that's insane. So 40 yards is 120 feet. It it roughly a little bit over four seconds. So he's like, that's 40 feet a, a second. Nah, man. That's insane. I ain't about that life. No, no, no. That's 30 feet a second. But gosh. There's, all right, I, I'm just amazed at how these how these people treat their bodies to get here. It's it's insane to me. But um, this this class has definitely been um, an, an impressive draft class going into the NFL. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what what are your feelings? I know that there's a big debate right now about who which quarterback is the best quarterback uh, between um, Kyler Murray or. Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. I almost said DJ. Uh, Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. Um, like knee-jerk reactions, some of you would probably say uh, Kyler Murray. I'm really feeling Dwayne Haskins. Me too. And, man. and he's definitely going to fare better in the NFL. Oh, yeah. You know the why? Way, the way Kyler Murray plays in college is is good for the the conference that mm-hmm. he was in. He was amazing in his conference and everything. But the t- the style of quarterback play that Dwayne Haskins plays and with such authority, mm-hmm. doing what he did, breaking those records, it's insane. And he's really he's he could be like the next like name brand quarterback in you know in a few years. Yeah, a lot of people were trying to knock him because his forty time was slow. Guys, if you think about the last fifteen quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl, only two of them had a had a forty time that was like four eight or or faster. Or I mean, what, like four six or faster? That's like Russell Wilson and um, I forgot the other one. But Tom Brady's as slow as Tom Brady. Like, like guys, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. You don't Nick have Foles, to run like that. In the ben NFL. Roethlisberger. They like you don't have it, that, that. Tall, that lanky matter. dudes. Like, but like this kid can put the ball anywhere on the field at any moment in time. I mean, he has a rocket arm and is deadly accurate. And he's the kind of quarterback you're going to be hearing about Dwayne Haskins winning Super Bowls in 10 years. And Kyler Murray, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and call it, Kyler Murray is going to go play baseball. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it has nothing to do with his size. It is his style of play. The man can sling it, but he cannot stand in the pocket like Dwayne Haskins can and deal. Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins is going to be the next Dante Culpepper. Oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not technically old enough that, to remember that him. That is a name, ladies and gentlemen. I hadn't heard that in a minute. Dante Culpepper... 
I had this 2002 Quarterback Club video game on GameCube. It was Madden 2002, wasn't it? I I played 2002 Quarterback Club, Ah. and there was teams and everything. It was kind of a different style than Madden. Um, But it was like, I could just run through anybody with with Dante Culpepper. Um, That was back in the days of Drew Drew Bledsoe. Oh, man. Pre-Brady days, man. But, like, you know, Dante Culpepper was one of the quarterbacks that, that, I mean, you know, he, by and large, kind of, he dealt to uh, Randy Moss, my, my favorite receiver of all time. Um, it, it was like, you know, Randall Cunningham was there at the beginning of his career, but for the lion's share of Randy Moss's career, it was Dante Culpepper uh, dealing out there. Uh, shout out to Dante. We know you're listening. Uh, we appreciate your service. Your service. We appreciate your, your style of play. <laughs> uh, is there anything else from the combine this year? Is there anything goofy this year? Because... I haven't been able to watch it as closely as I There's normally like would. There's like the have. whole run, rich run thing, and oh. like <laughs> where they get one of the the television. Rich companies. Eisen, he yeah. runs it every year for charity, and it's absolute, absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and then they do like simulcast where they like take, <laughs> they'll take the shadow of the. It's like shadow mode Mario Kart. They'll take the, uh, <laughs> they'll take the video of a of one of the faster guys running, and like give Rich like a, a three second head start on the 40 and then just you can watch like the guy run right past him it's awesome man yeah because I don't know what his I, I haven't kept up what his fastest 40 time is but I'm pretty sure it's like isn't it like 8 seconds or something stupid yeah. like 7 or 8 seconds I can eat 40 Marcos pizzas faster than I he can, can run too. 40 yards speaking of Marcos um, I'd just like to, to give a, a quick shout out to them for always uh, coming in they're they're my number one pick, uh, as far as pizza goes. They always sit there and deal pizza. I'm I'm gonna keep saying deal a lot because I feel like it makes me sound like a sportscaster. Anyway, uh, but they have more than pizza there at Marcos. They have sides, salads, desserts, subs, and beverages, and friendly uh, faces, and friendly faces, just like Justin Fry, who is normally our uh, our delivery guy, and he's been a bit under the weather. Uh, today we miss seeing you today, Justin. Hope you get to feeling better. We're praying for you. Um, we we hope to see your smiling face and and the pies that you bring uh, again soon. Uh, but if you would like to go and get a pie from this marvelous place, a pizza pie, uh, you can go to seventy three sixty Highway four thirty one Suite eleven in Albertville, Alabama, at the shops of Albertville. Uh, their phone number again is 256-660-5666. They can be reached at marcos.com on the World Wide Web. And uh, you should you should make that happen. And when you do, tell them the varsity sent you because you'll you'll be glad you did. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And now today's clutch moments. Alright, so we've got a great clutch moment in, in store for you guys today. Uh, bring it. And another thing, ARAB High School Robotics representatives have just come into the studio. And we're, again, sorry that Seth couldn't be here to experience uh, the best school in Marshall County. Um, oh, man. Up, so. uh, no disrespect to the other great schools in Marshall oh, County. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but go Knights. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, good thing our clutch moment today isn't about um, being humble or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, today's clutch moment is going to be out of Ephesians 2. Um, if you're near the Word of God, it'll be Ephesians two one through ten. Um, the uh, first the first portion of Ephesians two it's talking about um, this part that we're going to be in. It's talking about the the transformation in Christ. 
uh, that takes place in us when we're saved. It's, it's, and again, uh, Ephesians is Paul writing a letter to a church. And so he's refreshing them of this on this, uh, this very important topic. And I'll go ahead and uh, just read Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. And this is kind of Paul painting the picture of what our lives look like before we're saved. And it says, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among among whom we all once live uh, in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the less like the rest of mankind. So that's Paul telling us what, what it looks like before we're saved. And that's and that's that's human nature coming through and um sometimes we're saved at a young age. You can't really remember this. We weren't like awful people. Um and, and you know it, it describes this 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 picture of being um following like the prince of the uh the prince of nothing basically the prince of air and being children of wrath um, Jameson, can you remember what this what this time in your life looked like um, before you were saved? Uh, not not very much. Um, I was saved at a very young age, um, so I, I don't have I don't have that perspective. Um, but I know I, I've heard several testimonies and several stories of people that that they were just whether I mean they might not have their life might not have been in a horrible place or they might not have done horrible things. They were just going through life like you're quote unquote supposed to, and they they felt something missing, and they just said I, there has to be more, and um and they found that in Jesus, and they you know uh, they I've heard comments like you know why where has this been my whole life like why is it taking me this long uh, to find this you know um so I I don't have that perspective but I've, I'm I, I'm aware of it yeah absolutely <laughs> and you hear like you know celebrities that make millions or some you know football players like and tom brady is one of these people that makes you know billions of dollars mm-hmm. is worth is worth hundreds of millions of dollars and um you'll hear them saying there's there's got to be something other than yeah. this and like i don't i don't make millions of dollars a year and no. i still i still knew through high school i was like there's something there's mm-hmm. something more than this um somewhere deep down i was sure of what it was but i wasn't willing to accept that at that time um but in the passage, um, Paul moves on to talk about what happens, why, why, and what happens that that God would allow this opportunity for us who we deserve. We deserve the wrath of God. Yeah. We've earned the wrath of God, mm-hmm. and there's there's something up here. There's something where you know we we haven't we have an inheritance. How do we get there? Um, it's but God being rich in mercy because of the great love which He has loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, <laughs> trespasses made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, uh, and raised us up with Him and seated with Him uh, in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. So He praise God. This next part He He paints a picture of what happens when when salvation is achieved by us, or when when we accept Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that we are like risen up. It's it paints this picture of being resurrected and, and taken out of this body uh, where we deserve um, death, we deserve wrath, and uh, what we've earned. And um, for me, this was a really cool moment, like of a, a very specific point in time where the the 
I, I want to say just oppression. And David Crowder says in, in one of his songs, he, he felt like lightning had hit his veins. Like he mm-hmm. had lightning in his veins. And that's a good way of describing just a, a jittery feeling I had. Um, on October the 8th, 2017, sitting in a church service, we'd done um, the Lord's Supper. Um, I'd, had a, I'd had a discussion with my parents the night before um, just about God. And uh, I, I wasn't a believer at that at that point. Well, I, I believed in God. It was just it was a rough situation for me. But I felt as um, the, the congregation took the Lord's Supper to communion and then um, our music minister was uh, playing on a piano. Uh, some powerful words um, in in the song um, Oh Praise the Name and it was just it was a moment for me where I just started thinking about um, all the times in life that I had started to feel or, or all the times in life where I had experienced the Holy Spirit working mm-hmm. in me and uh, just kind of denied to accept um, denied denied that as the holy spirit it's just you know i was i was looking other places it was easier for me at the time to just disregard all that but this unrelenting force i felt inside my body was the holy spirit like you know breaking through and in the song amazing grace and i can't think of a more um baptist way to have this this experience (laughs) but during the the open invitation the song amazing grace i just like broke down into uncontrollable tears and um, I grabbed my youth pastor, and uh, we were remodeling the area behind the sanctuary where his office used to be, and we had all all of these old burgundy chairs in there. And um, in this in this now chair closet, which used to be my youth minister's office, I prayed with him to accept Christ, and it I really felt a an immediate difference, an immediate relief, and immediately like being brought out of that that life. I felt like everything that had happened in my life had has officially been placed behind me that i don't have mm-hmm. to worry about that stuff yeah. anymore that i i have a place i ha- i belong somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> i belong somewhere and that that's just that was how that that all worked out for me and uh that picture that paul that paul paints here in ephesians 2 really really you know does a good job of kind of summarizing what the truth of the of the new testament yeah and he goes on to tell us about um why like what's the what's the reward what's what's to it and uh he says in verse seven in the uh so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in christ jesus Mm. and so he he's talking about here god wants to do this so that so that we can we can be with him again god god sent jesus to die on the cross for on the cross for our sins so that we could be with him again and and celebrate uh with him a life a life lived for god and it's just it's it's again it's just an amazing picture and then he goes on to say for by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not of your own doing it is the gift of god and here's one of my favorite parts of the bible it says not as a result of works, so that no one may boast Mm -hmm. for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared for for uh god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them so he says, you know, we can't boast in ourselves. We haven't done anything for no. ourselves. It's This is all the power of God in us. And he says something interesting where he says that we are the handiwork of God. And and I equate that. We're, we're God's tools. Mm, God yeah. uses each of us. And, you know, a screwdriver does one thing, a wrench does another, a hammer does another. Mm-hmm. He uses all of us differently for unique purposes and places um, 
a set a set people in our lives uh, for us to impact. So um, why 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 is it so important for us as believers to do these good works um, for God? Well, it goes back to the scripture. You know, that they'll know you by your works. It, it's it, I mean we if we don't live uh, according to what we believe then nobody else will believe what we believe you know what I'm saying exactly it sets the example um Stephen do you have a perspective on this nothing no all right yeah so that that was the clutch moment so it's just a beautiful picture to see where Paul paints the before mm-hmm. the during what happens and then the after yeah um that we are to live out our faith in good works and show show other people uh, what Christ has done for us through the way that we um, act, basically, mm-hmm. and serve. Um, so I, I really enjoy that passage, and I'm glad I got to share that with you guys. So we're going to go to some music. Stephen? I got Tadashi with Way Up. Ooh, I don't mean the boss now. We just hit the wave like it's the coast now. All right, guys, so we've got Randall McCoy and Heath Hudson here in the studio representing the uh, Team 538 Dragon Slayer Robotics. So you guys say hey. Hey, what's up? (laughs) That's always the most awkward part. And I want to start this off by just reminding you guys of something called the game. So we all just lost. All right, so, and we can move on from that. But uh, can you guys just tell us, like, what is it, what is exactly being on the robotics team like like what does it encompass what do you guys do how do you compete so if you guys just want to hit on that um it's pretty much just like a big old team effort like it's just we get together we have fun and we build a robot and we just we go hard in the paint we compete heck yeah go hard in the paint go hard in the paint so a lot of people here like oh you're on the robotics team like battle bots it is not battle bots that's actually frowned upon uh as our experience last year shows. Huh. Um, I was about to, you can tell us about the BattleBots moment. Yeah, so there, there was a couple times last year we, we were a ramp bot, and um, there was a couple times where our, ant, our ramps accidentally deployed on other teams, and then there was one time where an autonomous, which is the first 15 seconds of the match where you don't actually control the robot, your program does, um, we, we shot straight ahead down the course and um, slammed into another team's robot. Oh, and, man. Um, it it was disabled for the rest of the match. It just kind of kind of sat there. Showed there in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, man. Alrighty, so um, so so there's a different like competition theme or competition like objective each year, and you and you um you build your robot to um to to basically compete for that specific design game. Can you guys tell us about the game for this year? Like, what are the robots going to be doing this year? So you start off on one of uh, two different platforms. There's level one, level two, and level three. Level three isn't involved until end game. Level two, um, if you get off of it and during the sandstorm period, which is what they're calling autonomous this year, um, you get you get extra points. And if you come off level one, you get extra points. Um, you there's hatch panels, which are basically uh, 14 inch discs with holes in the middle. That you can uh, you pick them up, and there's a cargo ship and a rocket ship that you have to uh, place them on Velcro with. Uh, there's 13-inch rubber balls. It's basically a really big kickball that um, you have to manipulate into uh, holes that are near the hatch panels um, for different different point levels, depending on how high up it is. Awesome. Mm. So you can tell we've got a couple of future engineers in here. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, so how involved are you guys with the actual building of the robot? Um, I'm pretty much hands-on with the robot a lot during build season. Um, there's pretty much two main guys on the build team, the mechanical build team. It's me and Bailey Phillips, and we're sitting uh, there. Also known as uh, Dan. Dan Phillips. We're uh, always building the robot, building the drivetrain, you know, building the arm that has to do with the different game materials and stuff like that. So, And I do a lot of the uh, the programming and what we call the beep-boop stuff. It's, the beep-boop. Uh, yeah. Uh, I program and I wire it. I've, I did do a lot of build this year, and... Um, we did a lot of pneumatics this year, and the first night of build season, one of our mentors was like, hey, Heath, do you know how to do pneumatics? And I was like, um, not really. And he was like, go figure it out. You're going to be our pneumatics guy this year. All right. So that's what I ended up doing. So, Randall, you, you build the bones, and you, you, you have the brains. Mm-hmm. That's basically what's going on here. Um, how long is build season? And, um, what I mean, obviously, you build the robot, but what kind of bonding happens during that time is that like when you guys get close with the rest of your with the rest of your teammates and just kind of take us through the the camaraderie that that happens during that period of time it's a lot of like different parts working together at the same time because if you don't function as a team you're not going to get anywhere in your build much like a robot yeah for Hmm. real you're you have to all come together day one get a game plan going and just go for it you can't some people can't go on different tangents you have to you have to work together Mm-hmm. And build season this year started what January fourth, mm-hmm. uh, ended February nineteenth. So mm-hmm. it's it's about six and a half weeks that the team owns you pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but next year, which I feel like every single person that's ever done robotics is excited about, is there's no longer a set build season. You go from kickoff and you can work on your robot um, however long you want until your competition. Um, so. February 19th this year was what we call bag and tag. We have a very large garbage bag and um, a zip tie. It's a glorified zip tie um, that we have to put the robot in, and we can't work on the robot at all between then and when we unbag it for our competition. Hmm. Yeah. Man, how strict are these rules, Like, and who regulates them and enforces them? They are very honor code based. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big keys of uh, first robotics is gracious professionalism uh, okay. which that that kind of falls under there um, but if you you don't actually have to bag and tag your robot because um, eventually when you get there you have to you have to have documentation saying what bag tag number and what time on what day you put it in so you can always just fudge those mm-hmm. numbers but that wouldn't be very gracious professional I think it's interesting that that is that that is a, a part of the such a competitive yeah like I mean it's different like that there's no one that comes by and regulates that everyone is dependent on each other to just be honest I feel like that that uh, that's that's a good thing to teach kids mm-hmm. and, and people in general I like that yeah so um, so we've got a couple of cool talents coming up after the break but mm. before we get there I want to hear um, of an embarrassing robotics moment or non-robotics moment that you guys have experienced we just want to know something embarrassing that's happened to uh, either of you um, so if you were to look real closely at, at Heath's face you would see a little pink 
kind of lip coming across his forehead. Mm. Heath, would you mind to explain how you earned one of those? All right. So way back in the day when I was a wee lad, about about five, um, Christmas is coming up, right? So naturally, we're going to decorate our Christmas tree. Um, we're about we're about to start doing that, and we're all just kind of watching TV. And my dad's like, "Hey, Heath, your closest reach up and turn off the TV." So as I as I start to do that, I I decide that I want to sneeze, and when I do sneeze, I um, I collide my head with the entertainment center, uh, right right on the mm-hmm. corner, and um, my mom was in the other room, and she she claims that what she thought had happened when the when the the sound got to her. Uh, the one of us had jumped off the step stool that we used to reach a higher level of the tree to hang something, but in fact that is not what had happened. I had hmm. ripped my head open. Your forehead that had kissed had kissed think. the entertainment center. Holy yes. cow! So, Man. Randy, what's what's something that's embarrassing embarrassing that's happened to you? Um, there was one time during a football game. I was. Uh, I was snapping the ball on punt, and I snap it, turn down the field, and there's the guy who's looking straight up at the ball, and he catches it. It's just me and him wide open, and I go straight for him, completely miss, nearly fall over, and the dude runs for a touchdown, and I was not very happy. See, I that's... To, oh. I had the coaches yelling at me. It was... Uh, it was not a fun time. This is part of Randall's gracious professionalism. He broke his own ankles, so the, uh, the punt returner would not have to. Um, yeah. It worked a little bit in reverse there. Uh, but, you know, not gracious professionalism is not something you really expect in football, but Randall likes to bring it all the time. Oh, yeah. So that, that's that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we commend you for that, Randall. Thank you. you can't Thank say you. the same for your teammates and coaches, but, man, we here at the Varsity, we salute you. It's it's just it's fantastic to know that you juked yourself out. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So uh, before we pulled you guys up for an interview, you guys got to snack on something delicious. We like to call Marco's Pizza. Mm. How was your How was your Marco's experience? It was pretty quality. That's that's some good pizza. Oh yeah. So is this your first Marco's experience? It was. It was my first. It one. is not mine. I've been there with the family before, and it was it was just as good every time. There you have it, folks. I actually like make it out of my way to go to Albertville to eat Marcos because I love it so much with my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just saying this stuff. Marcos really, truly is the best pizza, and Marcos would not miss an open field tackle, nor would it gash its forehead on the TV entertainment center. And they are full of gracious professionalism. Uh, you can taste it in their pizza, salads, desserts, sub sides, and beverages. Um, <laughs> They are they are graciously located at seventy three sixty Highway Ala, Alabama Highway four thirty one. How professional! <laughs> I, th- I need Man. some of this grace you're talking about from the clutch. You can, I need absolutely. A- yeah. Thank you. And you can you can call them uh, to come to you at two five six 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 zero five six six six. A holy number that is. And at, you can go to marcos dot com and order pizza if you don't even want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So you can you do that to, too. If, if you would <laughs> you want to avoid that. Slightly sacrilegious phone number. Please go to marcos.com. <laughs> there are no sixes involved. Um, maybe, unless, maybe the, unless they're in your total, then we, we have no control over that. Uh, so, so yeah. So, if you tell them that the varsity sent you, you will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. So, check them out. Welcome back. Welcome hey, back to the, uh, the varsity radio show athlete interview with our uh, robotics squad here. Um, so, so, we've been talking a little bit about robotics. 
and if you missed it, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, but can you guys tell us what your team name is, how you get the number, and where the name came from? Randy, our, go ahead. Our team name is Dragon Slayers, and we are Team 538. And so the way you get your team number is, uh, like, how what team you are, like, in the order you signed up. So we're, like, the 538th team to... So, like, in the first organization, in which first. is the name of the organization, you guys were the 538th team to register? Yes, sir. Wow. How, how many teams-ish now are there? Uh, we're about halfway through the 7,000s. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. There's a lot. Wow. All right. So, um, so where did the team name came come from? So, Arab, naturally, is the Knights. Um, but when they I made did, the I team... I didn't know that happened naturally. It did. It wow. was very natural. Um, uh, and... It's a when, play on words. Yeah, when they were making, <laughs> when they were making the team originally in what was it, two thousand one? See, um, in two thousand one. So it's the team's older than we are. Um, they they were tired of being the knights. Everyone was the knights, but we had to remain close enough to the knights. Mm-hmm. So we just chose the dragon slayers. Mm, gotcha. So in, instead of like describing yourself as as the entity of a knight, you you more or less segue into what a knight might do. Yes. Yeah. Like if La- the Los Angeles Lakers wanted to do that, they would you know become the the Los Angeles Chokers. Looking at you, LeBron. <laughs> Man, I get that. I get that. <laughs> All right. So um, so do you mind telling us one of the funniest things I think watching you guys just as a team have fun from a distance. Mm-hmm. Something that you guys started at a competition or meet. What do you guys... That's a competition. Competition. Um, a couple years ago, maybe you started doing something with clothespins. Oof. Whoa. <laughs> would, you mind, would you mind explaining what you've started? So, are, you, are y'all fixing these things with clothespins? Is this like no, no, bubblegum no. and bailing wire kind of stuff going on out here? I mean, last year kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not... We don't talk too much about that. Yeah, that's not the status quo. Wow. Uh-oh. Um, so, at competition, prior to last year, it was a big thing that everyone had clothespins, and you just, like, you sneak them on to people. You just, you pin them. Uh, um, but as of last year, that was, um, as we like to say, outlawed by the manual. Uh, um, so... The establishment, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, as a group of friends, we were like, we really enjoyed that. So, at school, me, Randy, and three others, four others, mm-hmm, four. Um, have a clothespin that uh the like it's marked it's got a if found please return to um all of our names uh and on the other side side it says uh heckin beaned uh two c's instead of a k (laughs) which is like (laughs) (laughs) um being like we in in arab we called that uh being in someone instead of clipping them pinning them yeah being beaned so yeah, that's, done, ben, ben. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, so he, uh, when we asked you what um, in our little questionnaire, what like kind of honors or awards that you have received, uh, you said something that pertains to robotics that might be mistaken for college academics. Would you mind explaining what that is and uh, how you got it? Um, the team this year nominated me for the uh, the dean's list, which mm. is not like the dean of a college. It is it's is, Dean Kamen. Oh. He is the inventor of the Segway. More, you probably know him more as that than the founder of First Robotics. Wow. Uh, the Dean's List is just um, 
like you nominate each team can nominate someone if they feel like it um, but they can nominate someone who really portrays the interest of first and gracious professionalism and expanding robotics in your community awesome so um so there's like a there's there is a like dean's list and you're on it right i've been nominated you've been nominated Nominated. so how do you what is what is the process actually like so you're a revs dean's list like nomination yeah yeah Mm -hmm. nominee um when i get to when we get to competition on thursday i will go to pit admin which is just the people who are over the pit um and sign up for a time slot and I will go in front of some judges and I will interview and they will decide whether or not I will be a finalist or not. Mm. Explain what the pit is. So that's where there's a, there's a bunch of 10 by 10 squares pretty much where each team has their own square and um, they will that's where they'll like hold their robot and work on it in between matches. So um, if you've seen some of the pictures on Facebook Live that we've been posting, in this um, venue that they were in last year, it was a basketball court normally. Like, it's one of those hybrid, like, can be a hockey ice court or... or um, that, that sounds or like it makes it difficult. Court. But on a, on a concrete floor, there's this massive grid of booths. And then at the end of it is the field of competition or the, the field, the court or whatever. Um, but there's this massive grid and, like, there's, like, a... a teenage security guard standing in some sort of robotic shirt um, at the bottom of each staircase to get down into the pit that makes you wear your safety glasses. <laughs> so um, I've had a fun run-in with him where I completely disregarded him walking down <laughs> and got, like, I got chased by a little scrawny robotic little, with a pair of safety glasses. Little, little Paul Blart Hall cop. Yeah. Huh. Right. Not funny. Don't um, mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, you yeah, shoot that, your shot sometimes. <laughs> there's the pit. Um, but then, uh, Randy has sort of like a, a non-robotics, like, achievement that he's had in a different, like, degree of athletic category. What was, what was that, Randy? Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, when I was a, a wee lad, um, I achieved the level of black belt in karate. Wow. Karate. Mm-hmm. What, what type of karate do you do? Just karate. Not, not like Yoshikai or anything like I, that? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Uh... What? what? Don't give me that look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I hurt Brad's head for a minute. I was like, "What?" That's, it's anyway, like, what does the fox say? There was, there, there was once upon a time. Uh, I, I was not as old as I am now, and uh, I, I dated a black belt for a time. So she, she participated in Yoshikai karate. So that's why. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I did not. You're so up, you're up there with the greats like yeah, anyway. Dwight Schrute and, oh, yeah. and company. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mr. Squarepants comes yes, to mind, 100%. Uh, right? Yeah, and Miss Cheeks. Um, <laughs> Such um, a way so, with words. <laughs> so, Heath, your mm-hmm. special ability. Yeah. What was what was it? Um, I I do. Was card it or tricks. it still is? It, it still is. Hmm. I do I do card tricks. Card tricks. Okay, and we have a, a pretty good Facebook Live audience right now. Um, so would you mind showing us a quick um, a quick card trick? This man and then brought himself a deck. I don't bother asking him to do card tricks in public because I can count on him. I can see. Like me having my car keys, him having a deck of cards. So, Ooh. Um, here we go. <laughs> Snappy shovel. Uh, oh, I spoke too soon. <laughs> He's ruined. 
but <laughs> in, in the spirit yeah, of gracious I professionalism, we'll ignore that and let you retry. I, that. <laughs> I love that the mic picks all this up in such it's, clear definition. It's very satisfying. I feel like everyone else feels like the, the the goldfish inside the bowl, you know, or the you know from like Nemo, the the girl that comes in. It's like doom 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 yeah. on the glass. All right, I'm gonna let one of y'all pick. pick Go ahead, Jameson. Oh, I don't I don't believe in magic, but well. that's not magic. It's just oh, trickery of the mind. <laughs> so he's the most honest magician we've ever we've ever all seen. Right, I'm gonna shuffle it one more time. And again, just make sure everything's mixed up. No trickery here. There are no cameras behind Jameson that he can Let see. Y'all. Or cameras behind Jameson, period. Let y'all really, really show the audience. Go for it. What am I doing? All right, show the show audience. audience. So that'll pop up in a few in a few minutes. All right, so go ahead. All right, sweet. All right, so I'm going to divide this into just a few piles. Actually, three. Three, three piles. Three piles. Kind of even, but not really. All is, right. Is this where you start shuffling around and I try to find the nut? Uh, yes, but no. Oh. Um, oh no. Put put your card on on top of any pile that you wish. That one. All right. Now I'm gonna cut all of these. See, I really don't perform well under pressure. This kind of got to me. All right. Need to do the Lakers. <laughs> you're you're really on about that, aren't you? <laughs> I'm enjoying it personally. All right. So now I'm gonna, I'm just kind of get a get a lay of the land, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a couple piles. Us us magicians really like our piles, and they're not necessarily gonna be even. They're just gonna be there. <laughs> I'm anxious to see how this ends up. And if you're I'm not watching anxious. this on Facebook Live right now, you're really missing something. Mm-hmm. There's some piles forming. There are some piles forming. What's your response going to be if you mess this up? If I mess this up, I'm probably going to cry. Because this is... If if I outsmart this one, I'm coming after Chris Angel next. <laughs> um, uh, David Blaine is also up for suggestions. Oh, okay. All right. So, He's old money, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, he did make the Statue of Liberty disappear. That was pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. It's still there. It was temporary. <laughs> is it? Is it still there? I hope. <laughs> it's it's either either that or my eyes are, are dirty in a very specific shape. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen it since March. All right. So take your pick of any of these piles. Does it matter which one the card is in? Mm. It really doesn't. I'm gonna pick this one. Right, uh, so you want messing, this one? Messing no, with the Queen of Hearts. Just, just pick it. No one right. at it really smarts. Don't you draw the Queen of Diamonds, boy? All right, and. <laughs> Queen of Hearts is always your best bet. I didn't think anybody was going to get that. Wow. Don't you try the queen and diamonds, boy. She'll beat you. We're we're in a room full of 21st century babies. You didn't think. All right. All right. So now what we got, we got one less pile. Because, you know, N minus one equals N minus one. Right. Um... I never mix my alphabet and my arithmetic. <laughs> That's the dogma of free cat. <laughs> yes. All right, next pile. Uh, uh, Any of them. Mm-hmm. Go for it. See, um... We're, we're trying to create the longest magic trick ever here. Aces. All right, ace, here. ace and diamonds. If it, if it were ace of spades, I would, I would make, like, a motorhead joke, but it wasn't, so I can't. I'm a little sad. <laughs> All right, next. Oh, next. Um... um I'm gonna go club in here. Clubbing. All right. It Sweet. was a five of clubs. That was also a card pun. 
Nice. For those of you that are visually um, All right, in, in, inhibited. This is developing here, folks. We're down yeah, to we're down to two piles. Two and piles. If, if you were driving and listening and you can still see this, um, props to you and your your Jedi vision. That's okay. that's contact the government and they can utilize your skills. <laughs> contact <right>. me. One more. <laughs> Some lottery numbers I want to talk to you about. <laughs> um, this one. I'm gonna go clubbing one more time. It's All the only right. time you know we can go clubbing here on the varsity. Um, All right. All right, and I guess this I the Queen of Spades. This is your last choice. All right, so. I got I got the lay of the land right. Queen of shovels. So I know where all the cards are at this point. In your hand. In my hand. Yes, exactly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna give it one of these, and I feel like that right there is your card. <laughs> it's extremely close. You see, this is where the, the word of God tells us not to live by how we feel. Um, that that was not my card. That was not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. right. Was that your card? Nope. Uh, no. Um, Close. Okay. Well, in the, in the spirit of gracious professionalism, we'll, we'll, we'll allow one more try. All right. Uh, Random guess. <laughs> sort I, of. I mean, yes, that was it. That was <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Well, so, what was your card? Five of hearts. The five of the hearts. five of hearts. All right. F I V. No. No. O F H E A R T. S, and I believe that that's the five. Holy oh cow. my gosh! Wow. He man. threw us for a loop. Wow, man, he hasn't done that one. For, I'm, I'm impressed. Heckin' bamboozled, man, man, <laughs> got me, dude. Wow, uh, I, I'm what the kids would call <laughs> shook at the moment. Man, all right, <laughs> and straight shook. I'm Randy... about as shook as Randall was making that tackle. I'm telling you, oh, yeah. or not? The lack thereof. The lack thereof. <laughs> It was it was the essence. It was the tackle in spirit. All right, so so Randy has of a tackle an equally impressive but less elaborate skill. Randy, <laughs> would you mind leaning close to the mic and letting us and, uh, letting us hear your sing for us? So, ladies and gentlemen, that can hear this noise that is making me cringe so hard. It is his jaw. He is <laughs> he is grinding his jaw right now. Oh man! Oh That's man! Oh, I don't like looking at this. Uh, wow! Are you single? No. No. Oh, this, not this anymore. This is why. This and because he knows karate and can build robots. Like, yeah, that good move, his girlfriend. Because he's probably going to be able. Like, if, if the apocalypse happens or when it happens, because if you're not prepared, you're already dead. Um, I'm, I'm coming to find you <laughs> because we're we're going to start a new society, a new uh, revolution. Mm-hmm. Also, um, if if it's the robots that the karate robots that take over, I'm also coming to find you to kill you bots. because you would be responsible for it. <laughs> Give you the Judy chop. I'm not sure that we want in society somebody that's a black belt that can grind his job building robots. Mm-hmm. I'm not so comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for joining us for the ASMR portion of the Varsity <laughs> Radio Show. Yeah, the the card shuffling and yeah. the jaw popping. So this has been this has been a great interview. So when is you guys big big competition? When is it? The big day is March sixteenth through eighteenth. Yes, fifteenth through eighteenth, something like that. So Fourth. that is next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Okay. They they rest on uh, the the Lord Bot's day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. 
<laughs> the Jesus bots. The I Jesus think that's a, that's a term to man. I uh, feel like we are flirting with with <laughs> dangerously flirting with like heresy or something. Right there, there, yeah. there was a robot last year that we called the Jesus bot. The Jesus bot. Yeah, yeah it, robot. it spread its arms and helped you raise to glory. Oh. That's that's a mic. That is a mic. Yeah. Yeah. So we've Thank had a you. fantastic interview here with a card trick, a jaw trick, uh, a card trick that I thought was a miserable failure for yeah, about. We were tricked by the card trick. <laughs> <laughs> that um, got us on multiple levels there. That's not deep. That's just redundant. Trick by the card trick. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, thanks for joining us, guys. Representing Arab Robotics. It's been a great interview. Uh, yes. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about our favorite pizza for just a second. Um. What? This, wait. This, yeah. You go ahead. I'm gonna let you take this. So. I'm gonna let you finish. In defense of these future ninja robots, mm-hmm. karate robots. I'm not going to try to defend myself. I'm just going to enjoy my last moments eating as much Marco's pizza as yeah. I can. Because uh, that's how good that I would, I would I would rather do. I would rather eat as much Marco's pizza as I can than do anything else. Hold this instead of your loved ones. Exactly. Um, the, Marco's pizza is my loved one. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> don't say you have a girlfriend. are going to take some jobs. But a job, a job like this, making pizza this good, can't be done by robots. It has to be made by human hands. Absolutely. I think you were the first guest on the Varsity to ever um, straight up come up into the the the, uh, the Marcos bit there. Yeah, that was a nice plug into the I plug. Like it. So our guests are also passionate about Marcos Pizza. They have sub salad sized beverages and desserts as well. They have an awesome dining room at the shops of Albertville. That's seventy three sixty Highway four thirty one Suite eleven, uh, right there with Ross and TJ Maxx. Uh, Whoever can, they are. Yeah, right. And uh, you can call them, and they will come to you. Uh, that that phone number is two five six 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 zero five six six six. They deliver to the Sardis Line South, the River Bridge in Gunnersville. Or you can go to Marcos.com and order pizza. Personalize it, eat it, love it, and think about it all the time. That's Marcos. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. (laughs) Alright, so... Freestyle, one of my favorite parts of the Varsity Radio Show every week, is where we give away two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. Those tickets are redeemable for any movies except blackout movies and 3D movies. So basically any movie you want to go see. I I like how we we bougie it up by calling it the cinema. Like it just gives it this 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 kiss of elegance. Like well, it, it's ain't, like, it ain't just the, the, the movie theater. The theater. <laughs> it's the cinema. I feel that that the Boaz Nine Cinema really is like it's the shape of its theaters are like optimal for watching movies. And man, all right, so there's movie theater popcorn everywhere, but the best movie theater popcorn, Boaz Nine Cinema. Can you can you give me an example of of a of a building where it is not optimal? Like give me give me an example. Give me reference. All right, so all right, so most theaters have like grid seating of like just straight on just grids of seats. They have like this semicircle, like an amphitheater type right, deal. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. it's it's just it's the best movie watching experience that you can get at a movie theater. Because like when you first said that, the image popped in my head like you were going on Google Earth and you were like looking at the 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 actual structure and say, well, that this this here, <laughs> this is an A-frame house. This is garbage <laughs> for watching a movie. I'm not, I mean, I don't know why you're watching. Yeah. If there's an A-frame house theater out there, please contact us. I'd love to come visit. 
Anyway. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> it, the, the movie-watching experience at Boaz 9 is really awesome. So you have an opportunity to win two tickets to that cinema. Um, all you have to do is answer three super-duper easy questions. Mm-hmm. So here's how it works. I'll ask you one. You call the number that we'll give you in a, in a few seconds, and you'll answer that question. I'll ask you two more. If you get all three right, as you should... Mm-hmm. You you win two tickets to the Boaz Nine Cinema. Winner winner cinema dinner. Absolutely. Please d- disclaimer: Do not eat the cinema. Yep. Thank you for not eating the cinema. But you can eat the popcorn. Eat you all the can. popcorn. Eat yeah. all the popcorn you can. Yep. All right. So the first question that I'm going to ask is: Which candy company has a namesake bar that has a milk chocolate? Dark chocolate, cookies and cream version, but also named a town in Pennsylvania where its corporate offices are located. Hmm. The most popular chocolate bar in the United States. Name that company. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. You're on. You're on with the Varsity Radio Show. Who am I talking to? Uh, this is uh, Elaine Estes. Hello, Elaine Estes. Hi. How, how are you? I'm good. I'm not sure I know the answer to this question. <laughs> well, we'll, okay. we'll find out here yeah, in just a second. We're about to see. All right. So, the most popular chocolate bar in America has named a town in Pennsylvania. They sell a dark chocolate, milk chocolate, cookies and cream, much more variety to their chocolate bar. Divide up into rectangles. This chocolate bar may also be as as classic as another Americana, as such as Coke. Absolutely, it, it also like, comes in a kisses form. It correct? does. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hershey. Hershey. There that you is go. Correct. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> All right. And this this sport was invented in the winter of 1891 in Springfield, Massachusetts. It's an indoor sport. Where you throw a ball traditionally into the into a basket basketball. that has absolutely yes basketball is correct wow and this Olympic sport was added in 1996. It is a beach version of a volleyball. Volleyball is correct. <laughs> absolutely, you're quick on those answers. I'm sorry. The answer we were looking for was ice hockey. But um, oh, no. just kidding, just, just kidding. kidding. It was volleyball. It was volleyball. All right, so <laughs> thank you, thank you for calling. You have won two tickets to the Boaz Nine Cinema. Congratulations! Stay on the line, and our our beautiful yeah. assistant Stephen uh, <laughs> will will assist you in obtaining those tickets. Oh, wow, I'm beautiful <laughs> now. Have a blessed day. Yeah, you stay on the line. He'll get your information, so you can pick those up. Thank you. Okay, thank you. We're back here on the Varsity Radio Show. And uh, I have... Well, technically, we never left, so you're back. You're back. You're back with us. Um, (laughs) And you don't have to leave us if you're on Facebook Live. Unofficial, the Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. You can watch us during the music. The official, unofficial. The official, yeah. Uh, Thank you. All these other posers are just official. We're Mm -hmm. officially unofficial. Yes. Have it. Yeah, so... Um, Whatever that means, that, that just came out of nowhere. I'm so, <laughs> not only are these two uh, young men here representatives of the Arab Robotics team, but they also work um, at Four Nights Coffee Company in Arab, uh, where I work as well. And um, before we were 
getting started. Uh, we had a big pool of applicants, so the ones who stood out were the ones to get um, hired first. And as, as any hiring process usually goes. So after the hire hiring process had actually ended, and we were getting a meeting together and everything, uh, there was one more standout um, sort of later applicant who never actually applied. Um, and it's a very well he applied, but a very interesting story. Um, there is that I had started working for the owners, uh, organizing, um, setting up the shop and everything. And um, my grandmother had passed uh, passed away. We knew she wasn't doing well. She had passed away on a Thursday, and I'd come back from UAH. I was at the nursing home with my family uh, where she passed away. But Heath um, coped with it a different way than I did. He went he went back to school, and then he did something very interesting. Uh, that night, after I had called in to work and said, "Hey, I'm not going to be able to be here on this setup day. My grandmother's passed away. I'm with family, um, so I'll just I'll see you guys next week. I'm going to take a little bit." And they're they're like, "Oh, of course, you take your time and everything." Um, lo and behold, my younger brother did something that uh, is one of the most memorable moments uh, in the in the life of the company so far. So, Heath, what did you do on that day? So I'm going to step back a couple minutes couple hours before uh i actually went in to apply i um we had it was a normal day up until um right after lunch and the teacher hadn't gotten back yet and the phone rang so um someone in our class went and um answered the phone and said miss mag's room and um he he looked at me he pointed at me and was like heath you're checking out and i was like um no because normally, like I'd I'd know that I was checking out, and I'd I'd have already prepped for that, and um, so I started walking down the hall, and I call my mom. I'm like, "Hey, am I supposed to be checking out, or is it like just like Will Hudson supposed to be checking out and not me? Because uh, that has happened before. Um, they called the wrong person uh, to the attendance office. So I went and I checked out, and like my dad, my dad's in the attendance office, even though I can like leave on my own validity if I want. Um, but he's like. You uh, you're not gonna ask why you're leaving right now. I was like, no, I'd, I already called mom. Um, so I'd found out that my grandmother wasn't doing well, and uh, so we went in uh, to the nursing home, which was just down the road in Arab, and um, we went, and I I watched as she took her last breaths, and um, I decided that what was best for me was to go back and put my mind on something else. So I, I went back to school, and I was back before fifth period had ever ended. Um, so the night before then, Brad had told me that um, I should apply to the coffee shop because I was I was working somewhere else, and I really didn't like it at that point. So um, I was like, all right, I'll go in tomorrow. Uh, so sixth and seventh pass, and I, I stayed at school later like I normally do, and I left from school and went... To the Matlock Realty Group, which is right next to the coffee shop where I applied, and I walked in and I was like, "Hey, I'm Heath," and she just kind of kind of speak to Miss Matlock, and she was like, "You've got her," and I was like, "All right, cool." Um, so I, I was like, "Can I get an application?" And so I went and I I got one from her assistant and I sat down and I filled it out. Um, one of her other realtors realtors, real, realtors yeah. was there. Uh, her name's Laurel. Uh, some of y'all probably heard me say Yanny right there. Um, but <laughs> was she wearing a blue dress or was it white and gold? It, it was black and blue. Yeah, um, or was it black and gold? Uh, you never know. Um, but I went in and I like while I was filling out my application, we just kind of started talking, and um, 
couple phone phone calls came up and uh laurel got one and she was talking she was like all right i'm interviewing someone right now i'm gonna have to let you go and i was like wait a minute so i didn't say that right so I was I was sitting there. I was just I was cracking him up. I was I was the most hilarious person in the world. For keep that. Mind the, keep in mind the context that I had called out because my grandmother had passed away. Yeah. And here comes my younger brother, making them laugh harder than they've ever laughed before, just um, saying random stuff. So I I went in and I had I'd been there for like from like three to almost six, and um, we were just kind of we were talking and cracking up the whole time, and I was like they're like so. Uh, we're, we're going to start training next Monday. And I was like, all right, does that mean I have a job? And they were like, yeah, of course. And I was like, sweet. So I went to um, to quit my old job. And now I'm working there, and it's been a good few months. Yeah, so it's just weird. It's just weird to me that Heath made them laugh harder than they've ever laughed before on the same day that I had called out oh, because man. my grandmother passed away. <laughs> he just went, and he cracked them up, and then they were like, wait. You're Brad's younger brother? <laughs> so, they yeah, that was a weird story, but uh, we have a lot of fun there, and um, we are going to move on. I think Jameson has a, a quick PSA for us. I do. Um, for those of you that, that, that watch the show, um, you, you may have picked up on the fact that I love the movie The Sandlot. Uh, it's my favorite sports movie of all time, um, and I, I own a pair of PF Flyers, um, I, I have a Benny the Jet Rodriguez jersey. That's not true, but if someone out there wants to make that happen, I'm not going to be mad. Um, my size is large. Uh, anywho, they, they are proposing to make a TV series to be picked up by a streaming service to be named later uh, that is based on the Sandlot, and I'm not happy about it. Uh, I kind of feel like it's like one of those things you, you don't fix if it ain't if it ain't broken. Uh, I've seen the, the other Sandlot sequels and wasn't very impressed with them. Uh, things like that rarely ever live up to the original. They actually never do. Uh, I just feel like y'all don't do this. Uh, let, leave the Sandlot where it's at. Um, let its nostalgic integrity uh, stand. Don't Just don't tarnish its, its reputation with your subpar uh, streaming sequel. Do not ruin the Sandlot. Thank you. Awesome, that noise means that it's time for me to tell you where you can find us on social media. And that would be on Facebook, Unofficial, The Varsity Radio Show. That's where we do our live stream. We keep you guys updated on guests to come, memes, events coming up, what FCA is up to, everything. So go like us on Facebook. Also on Instagram, you can follow us where we will follow you back at mm-hmm. Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Follow for a follow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so go follow us there. Uh, to stay updated, and our Twitter page, at Varsity Radio 885 So go there, follow us, favorite us, retweet us. We're really cool. Mm-hmm. So you can stay updated there. It's been a great show. It has. I've enjoyed it a lot. I've, I've enjoyed this immensely. I've missed, I've missed Seth. Same, I have. But what I haven't missed, because again, as always, it was in the studio, was delicious, hot, fresh, Topping overloaded, Marco's Pizza. Mm. Man, their crust toppings, their pizza toppings. If you order it, you're gonna, you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah, this... it's going to be it's going to be there. It's going to be there in a timely manner, mm-hmm. and you're just going to you're going to love yourself for that decision. 
Absolutely. And if you want to go visit their location, uh, it is at 7360 Highway 431, Suite 11, Albertville, Alabama, in the shops of Albertville. Uh, their phone number is 256-660-5666. They can also be reached at marcos.com, and they deliver uh, up to the River Bridge in Gunnersville into the Sardis line. And when you go there, uh, mention the varsity sent you, and you won't be disappointed with that decision. You'll actually love yourself for that decision. Absolutely. It'll be two great decisions in one day. Uh, so if you're having a bad day, turn yourself around with some Marcos. Yep. And thank you, Randy and Heath, for uh, joining us on behalf of Dragon Absolutely. Slayers Team 538. We Good. enjoyed having you guys on, in the studio. Um, and then, Seth, we miss you. Seth, we do miss you. We hope you get to feeling better, bud. Please come back. Yeah. Uh, so you guys will be here again next week. Same varsity time, same varsity place. Uh, You stay classy and don't you go changing.